Hi, I'm Jessica Sapp. I'm Bill Sapp. And we are here with Sappy Thoughts. We are the founders of Surfate Christians, and our podcast features Christian lifestyle topics to help you build your relationship with Jesus Christ. Are you a Christian? If yes, do your friends know? What about your family? How about your colleagues? When you drive to work, would other drivers know you are a Christian? Matthew 10, 32-33 says, Therefore, whoever confesses me before men, him I will also confess before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, him I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven. Those are strong words right there. It reminds me of a a paddle-out service that I did for a friend of mine who passed some years back. And I got to share with the people that were there, and it was quite a good crowd, and I got to share with the people there that I know that the person who had passed was a Christian, even though we all have struggles through our walk and stuff. But I was explaining this. And as we were finishing up to do the paddle out, which is you get on your boards and paddle out and, and do a circle as, as sort of a recognition and a goodbye to your, your fallen surfer friend. As we were walking out, I had somebody walk up to me and said, hey, he goes, did you know I'm a Christian? And I'm like, no, actually I didn't. He goes, yeah, he goes, but I'm a secret Christian. And uh, I said, a secret Christian? That's interesting. I said, does Jesus know? Does he know you're a Christian? <laughs> That's good. I remember when like Facebook, the whole big thing was when you were in a relationship with somebody, you changed your status to in a relationship. And that was like official. That was like a yeah. big deal. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I mean, we were married pretty much when... But we it was like that. We, we of course, <laughs> yeah, we're married on our Facebook status. But it's just hilarious how that was like. That's when it became unofficial when someone changed on your Facebook status from single to in a relationship with the person. That was a big deal. Well, I remember when the Lord put it on me to put on my social media Christian. Really, that's the only label you need is Christian. Nothing else matters. And I remember when I was going through that. And it was like, I was like, okay, I'll put it on my Instagram, my Facebook, and my Twitter, but not LinkedIn. LinkedIn is the professional market, like it's like your workplace kind of industry. And I remember him saying, but I'm also with you at work. Isn't this scripture right here, the second part, isn't it, isn't it pretty much saying that you, you can't be a secret Christian? I mean, if you would deny Jesus before your friends and stuff, are you kind of like stepping out of, I truly believe? When we think of us, in our relationships, like if you think about like, say, oh, we talked about that relationship status on Facebook. Well, when someone doesn't state you as a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a friend and they seem ashamed of you in public, how does that make you feel? <laughs> like when they like, oh, I don't <laughs> know him, good. you know, or that's not my brother. That's not my mom. That's not my friend. That's not my girlfriend. No. Like, how does that make you feel? So could you imagine getting to heaven And being like, I was a Christian, but because I wouldn't say that to other people and I wouldn't confess that, that he's like, ouch, no way. Like, I don't want to get to heaven and be like, no, but if you are a Christian, then you should be able to say to everyone, I I agree. I am a Christian. What was it like when you told your friends for the first time that, you know, you became a Christian and and got saved? And and mine was one day I was doing the worldly things, and the very next day, I was a changed person. So the the crowd that I hung with, that I surfed with, that I've known most of my life, when I told them, I feel like they didn't believe me, or they thought I was 
they thought, uh oh, you know, he stepped over the ledge. He's a goner now and stuff. And I'm sharing with him. And right there in front of me, as we're talking about it, they pretty much started betting on how long that I would I would make it as a Christian. 20 years later, and these same people that, that were betting and, and making fun right there and stuff about being a Christian and all, this much later, and some of these same people, and they're still my friends, and they'll call you up in a time of need and ask you, would you pray for me? Would you would you do this? Or or And a couple of them have actually been saved since then. But I'm proud of it, and I'm proud to be a Christian. And I think that's a good thing, because it's better to stand along with Jesus than stand in a crowd without him. Amen. Like, Amen. That's know. a good word right there. Yes. Well, I think in this sense, like with the, with the social media, like I was making a proclamation that I am a Christian. Yes. I am a believer of Jesus Christ. And I remember when I put it on my social media Christian, because that's not even a common thing that a lot of people do. But I say, you know what? I am going to do that because I felt the Lord put it on my heart. And I also changed it on my LinkedIn. But the Christian label, that's all you need. It doesn't matter what you're stripped of, as long as you're a Christian and have Christ. Like we're surfers, we talk about that. But if we couldn't surf anymore, we will forever be a Christian and a Jesus follower. Because that will never be stripped from us. I've done my job for a very long time. So I have customers who will come out and want to chit chat with me for a minute before, you know, I get started and stuff. And and some of them have had issues with everyday life. And I've offered to pray for them and never ever been told, no, I don't want you to pray for me. So we get to pray. And a lot of times, like recently, I have a customer that I cut for and and their neighbor became ill and they haven't been able to do their lawn work or anything. So... My customer asked me, could I take over their lawn until things get better and and all? And I said, sure. The very first chance I got to meet the people that I started cutting the lawn for while they were out, we were talking and it opened up an opportunity for me to talk about Jesus. And, And I asked them right there, I said, well, can I pray for you? And they were very receptive of it, very, you know, welcomed it very much. And we prayed and we're all getting teary-eyed and, and God's moving around in our, in, amongst us. And, and so it gives me more opportunities. But over time, it's also a growth because there was times I wasn't always so bold, you know, to come out and say, can I pray for you? But once you have done it, you know, several times or a group of times or whatever, and you see the outcome of it, that it was God that put it on your heart. So God's the one that wanted you to do it. So the result is so overwhelmingly good you then want to do it and then you get bold about you know i'm going to be bold for jesus because there's nothing but good coming from it and again i've never been told not that it doesn't happen i've never been told no i don't want you to pray for me and stuff and i would i wouldn't go along with them i would say okay but i might walk off saying a quiet little prayer (laughs) and i think it's good how you how you mentioned that early on in your walk you weren't bold to necessarily do that. And I think that's really important to show that our relationship with Jesus continues to grow. Every day. We continue to learn and grow. Like if you're new in your faith, you're not expected to go and pray for people necessarily. But as you grow and evolve, you will get bigger and bolder in your faith with Jesus. And you will never want to be a secret Christian. To go further on what, you know, praying for people out there and everything, uh, Going to check the waves for me or something, sometimes over to the boardwalk. There's people on the boardwalk. Some I know from being locals and some I don't. But that boldness grows and grows as you do it. And 
you, it, it gives you opportunity in conversation. Somebody's doing it, and you ask them, "Can I pray for you?" And they they allow it. You know, and again, they're allowing you to pray for them. I've sat there before, and because of the growth in doing it, not too long ago, I'm sitting there, and somebody I didn't know is at the boardwalk, and I feel like the Holy Spirit's telling me to tell these people something. Tell them. You know, there was a time I'm like, no way, no way, I'm not doing that. Yeah. No way. <laughs> And I thought, well, the, again, this is coming from the Holy Spirit, the way I'm learning and have learned to hear him the way I do. And so I, I asked him very politely, I said, you know, I hope you don't mind me asking you this, but, and then, then I've told him, I felt like the Lord told me to tell you this. They were very receptive of it. It got to them and it did apply to their life. We didn't have a chance and opportunity to go into it real big, but they thanked me for that. And you can see it in people's faces sometimes when that takes place, you know, the what the, what the prayer did to them or for them. I think another good thing about that too, though, is to say sometimes you get led by the Holy Spirit to say something to somebody, but they're not receptive for it. Right. They're not ready. I know that's happened to me when I was a non-believer. They would say something to me. I'm like, yeah, okay, I appreciate that, but that's not really for me. The reason I was a non-believer was because I had some doubts. And I will not confess anything and support it unless I'm 100% sure about it. And that's what it was. So there was a time that I was a so-called non-believer because I wasn't 100% all in. But once I chose Jesus, that was it. And now it's an all in 100% because I'm 100% certain and supportive. But I think it's important to know that when you have that relationship with Jesus Christ, that he's going to have you do what you need to do. And sometimes it's just growing you to tell somebody about certain things. And really, again, confessing, because in the beginning, when you change and decide to take Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, it can be that change where you're not really sure what to do. And sometimes it can be as drastic as like with your situation where you were doing drugs and then not doing drugs, but your friends might still be doing drugs. And so how do you navigate that no matter what is around you in your environment or your circumstance, as long as you keep Jesus at the core of everything that you're doing, he will get you exactly where you need to be with who you need to be when you need to be there because his timing and, and plan is perfect. Right. I, I, and I did deal with that at that time with the people, you know, what do I do from here? And, and I, I felt led to not part ways with them, but not to be around as much because I knew of the activities that went on and stuff, but to be there and it speaks bigger to be an example than it does to just say, oh, I'm a Christian or, but how do you live your life? What do people see when they see you enter a store or do something? And so I chose to not, not run from my friends just because my life changed and again, since then, I've seen a couple of them, t you know, receive Jesus as their Savior, and they live their lives different. And it's, there's a big part of that. You can't you can't become a Christian either and not love people. We're the positive influence to other people, or should be that positive influence, because we do love people, and God will handle what they're going through, and He will work on them. It's not our place to change them. Only Jesus can change somebody. Your heart is changed and then it's seen on the outside. Now, I'm not saying that being a Christian means that you act perfectly, Correct. that you are mm -hmm. perfect. It's not. We're not perfect people. That's not what it's saying. It's not saying that I'm a Christian and now I'm just the perfect person. No, we, we have, like I said, a lot of faults. We have a lot of weaknesses. That's where Jesus comes in and really fills in those gaps for us and makes us who we are and really grows us. 
But it has to do with saying, okay, I'm a Christian, but then when you go out with your friends, you would never say that to somebody. Don't be a secret Christian. Like the scripture says about confessing Jesus so he will confess you to the Father. I had to get some pictures taken to update this website. And when I was doing that, there was this this location we wanted to use at a coffee shop. Well, the inside of the coffee shop was very busy and we were running out of time. And so I wanted to have a coffee though on the table. That was important because I love coffee and it had to do with writing and stuff. And I was like, oh, I wonder if we can get like a ceramic mug from inside the, the, the coffee shop. But we ended up using an outside table. Well, it happened to be that there were two coffee mugs, ceramic mugs that we wanted to use on this outside coffee table. And it was provided. And I said, look at there. And I grabbed it. And as I'm grabbing it with the photographer, I said, thank you, Lord, for providing this coffee mug. And I set it on the table. And it was not even a question. It was it was natural for me to do that because I'm so used to thanking the Lord, being grateful, having conversation and relationship with him all day, every day, throughout everything, big or small. And it was so cool, though, because I said that in front of the person and we actually were doing what I call praise hands with some of the pictures. So my hands were high. I didn't care who saw that. And at that moment, I praised him and I didn't care who was around. That's, that's what the Holy Spirit will do to you, too. It's such, a, it's such a feeling when you connect in that way, and you know that you just said or did you know, what, they, what was put on your heart, and it's so overwhelming. On one of my job sites that I used to do and stuff, I used to see a person walking. Every day around lunchtime, I would see this person walk. I don't know them and everything, but because they walked around a certain time that I was in this area every week, I saw them. I felt like the Holy Spirit put on my heart to when this person comes around today, I want you to tell them this. And I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> that's not me. And, but I'm like, I, I just read a book on confirmation. So I'm like, okay. And, and I said, Lord, here's the thing. I'll do it if, you, if that's who it is. But I prayed about it real quick. And, and I look up and where normally it's this one person walking down the street, there were three of them. And I thought, good, great. I don't have to do it. But they went by and a minute later, here comes this person. And I'm like, God, really? And I'm like, okay, okay. But I was able to put myself in position by my truck to when they approached me to be able to ask them without scaring them or having them spray me with mace or something. <laughs> I was able to ask them, hey, do you have a minute? I feel like God wants me to tell you something. And if I don't, I've, I'm letting him down. And they said, sure. So I told them. I shared with them what I felt I was said. And very short in a manner, they told me how it applied to their life and continued to walk on. But it's right away. And, and, and in rewards for that, God put a scripture on my heart that just is like, it's so exciting and, and have a result so quickly. And so come to find out the person went back to their work and that's what they did. And they walk every day. So they went back, but they're telling their colleagues about the incident they just went through and they're telling it. And they're like, yeah, this guy, long hair and surfer look, and he shared with me in the middle of the street. And my younger sister who works there goes, did he look like this and this? And she, and the lady said, yeah, she goes, that was my brother. But it was a being obedient right away to what God says. The Bible says that immediately the enemy comes to steal the word. So when God says, do this, you need to do it as quickly as you can. Well, I think with your little sister, it just shows that it's a confirmation that the Lord was giving you like, yes, you did the right thing. Right. And it was able to circle back to you to confirm 
what you just did. So that's really amazing. Anyone ask me in person to pray for them, I pray for them that moment with them. I don't wait and do it later. I try to make that a really intentional decision where if someone asks me, I'm like, let's do it right now together. So I like I want to use another example of really confessing Christ in day-to-day life. When you go to a restaurant, do you say grace? We do. That was one of the things that I know that as soon as I became a believer, I started saying grace before my meals and thanking the Lord for our food. And I do that everywhere for everything. I even do it for my water. You know, the water that I drink day to day, I do it for my coffee in the morning. I do it for everything. I don't care who's with me. Even if you're not a Christian, I I will offer the grace. But regardless, I am bowing my head and I am saying grace for our food in a restaurant, which is a public space. Right. And it's never in a haughty way. It's never out loud where I want everybody in this restaurant to look over at me praying because I'm a Christian and I'm going to and I'm going to do what I'm going to do. It's a very simple thank you, God, for what we have. But we we will do it at no no matter when and where. In Romans 1.16, it says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation to everyone who believes. Amen. And I will say, I am not ashamed. I love Jesus, and I will confess him every day, all day, anytime, anywhere. I'm not ashamed, and I love Jesus, and I stand with you on that, that until my the day I leave this planet, I will confess Jesus. I will say, yes, he is the way, the truth, and the light. And it's Jesus before all things. Amen. Amen. So if you are ready to accept Jesus into your heart as your Lord and Savior, pray out loud the following. Jesus, I believe you died on the cross for me and rose again. Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to be my Lord and Savior. I will follow you all the days of my life. By faith in your word, I receive salvation now. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and we look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you for listening to Sappy Thoughts Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, Surf 8 Christians. Everyone is needed to surf the wave of life with Jesus Christ. You don't have to be a surfer to ride this wave. Please visit surf8christians.com to find upcoming events, read our learning blogs, and shop the online store.